All right, you emu farmers, it's time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways, and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford. I'm Pat I'm Sean. Oh, no. And I'm Sean <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> it's going to be quick right here. Wish it was the 90s. Uh, well, we are back for another This Week on The Simpsons. Uh, this week in 1998, uh, The Simpsons released the first episode of season 10, uh, The Lard of the Dance. I didn't realise that's why we were doing it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just the 90s mashup. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, with the voice guest. Ah, yeah, we will yeah. get to that. I thought you were just like double 90s, we're doing this, but hey, you've, uh, <laughs> I've actually just understood what the title of this podcast is about. Don't, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> but I did think at the end about how well they weaved the two separate storylines into the finale. So, yeah. also a great title. Um, Bob, you yes. have, the first time you've done a, um, one of these, could you, last time we talked about our experiences with The Simpsons uh, growing up and how influential it was on, um, on our lives, Simon particularly, pretty much his whole life revolved around The Simpsons for a long time. Um, so what about yourself? Yeah, it's interesting. I would dare say um, there is a high, high likelihood that I watched this episode when it was released, which would have been 7.30pm on Channel 2 on a Tuesday night. That's when the, <laughs> it's when the Simpsons used to, um, used to drop, and it was a real family experience. Me, mum and dad all sat down to watch it together. Nice. And I, I remember that fondly. And then I remember when, you know, as time progressed and the, the Simpsons um, perhaps changed over time as the um, the uh, Simpsons shitposting group members like to talk about season 13 or 14 or whatever it is. But I remember my dad, when it got to a point where he started saying, I remember when these stories had a nice moral or message in them. <laughs> um, which this one does, I guess. The, it's interesting you say that because the, the, the first Simpsons episode we covered, at the end of the episode, the Simpsons poke fun at themselves. This is a season two episode, by the way. And basically saying that, you know, that they, they, these stories don't have a moral. Ironic. Mm. Um, so we will, I'll, I'll briefly go over uh, the episode, what happened. For those of you who can't quite remember, uh, we'll talk about some interesting tidbits, talk about our MVP and best supporting actor of the episode and go over our favorite quotes and bits. Um, this actually before you start, yeah. I've got a great quote for you. I watched it with my wife, and afterwards she said to me, "What are you guys even going to talk about?" <laughs> <laughs> She's listened to our other stuff, hasn't she? Um, I hope so. She definitely downloads it. Good for the algorithm. <laughs> Straight on you. The, I got to admit, this actually falls outside my Simpsons sweet spot. Uh, I do, I have watched this a lot, but um, my, I think the best episodes is, are seasons three through nine. 
Um, so this is where I think it starts declining. Um, and I actually, I re- when I saw this episode, I was like, oh, that's a good one to do. And watching it, I actually didn't enjoy it as much <laughs> as I uh, I thought I was going to. I thought it, the, um, I thought it was good, obviously, but just not as good as some uh, some other ones in season ten. If you divide yeah. it in half, I think half of this episode's phenomenal. Mm. Unfortunately, it's probably the um, primary storyline that isn't as enjoyable as the side story. All right, we'll we'll talk about the uh, the stories a little bit later because. It's a good, uh, a lot of Simpsons episodes have those two stories that, that sometimes converge, sometimes don't. Um, it'd be interesting to hear your guys' take on what was your favourite. Uh, so um, it's obvious that they, the Simpsons are going back to school as they are shopping for uh, back-to-school items. Uh, and they run into Millhouse in the, uh, <laughs> in the store, hilariously. Uh, later that day, Homer learns from Apu that he can sell grease to make a profit. So uh, Homer naturally chooses to sell grease and take Bart out of school. Uh, meanwhile, on the first day back at school, Lisa volunteers to help a new student uh, by showing her around the school and help her make new friends. And uh, Lisa quickly becomes abandoned by them. Uh, Bart begin their their grease business and um, realise that it's uh, not as fruitful as they first thought. Uh, The two continue their grease business, resuming uh, to drive around Springfield Elementary School where Bart gazes at his former schoolmates playing. Uh, They go to Krusty Burger and try to steal grease from the fryers. Uh, Homer realises that he is not the only grease monkey in the... Uh, city and that acne grease and shovel are, uh, are the big wigs uh, Alex convinces Principal Skinner to put on a school dance rather than apple picking competition or apple picking fair or something yeah what's an apple pick is it a, like a school <laughs> fair school gala operation is that what that is I think so they call it an apple pick it's like a, a fair that's that's the theme is apples, I guess. Okay. I was confused as well. I thought it was like apple bobbing, but actually going and picking apples to highlight how boring it would be. Like <laughs> f- genuine fruit picking carnival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa finds out that everyone is getting dates and getting dressed up and, and getting earrings and ends up being dateless. Uh, but she ends up attending the dance as the ticket taker. Uh, she gets convinced by Marge to do so. Um, Bart reveals to Homer that the school kitchen will have an enormous amount of grease and they try to steal it only to run into Willie, who does not want them to take his retirement grease. Uh, a fight ensues between the two of them and they end up spilling over into the school hall uh, where the dance is failing, basically. Uh, the episode finishes with uh, Lisa and her classmates having a grease fight in the hall. Any quick, uh, quick thoughts on the episode before we dive into uh, interesting tidbits? 
Well, it's in the episode, but just in Simpsons in general. Why do you reckon they made groundskeeper Willie so ripped in The Simpsons? <laughs> he's like a superhero ripped. <laughs> I was thinking about how ripped he is. I was looking at him going, he's a redhead, balding, with a monobrow, but my God, he's ripped. He's <laughs> like Gambit. Like I actually started thinking because there's that bit where yeah they have the fight and he chases them down the vents and I was like oh is this is this why he gets greased up going through the vents and he doesn't I was like oh I think that's, that's the what one I man. thought is that is that when the dog gets stuck in the vent and he greases me up, up? <laughs> yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, from is, North Kilton <laughs> Flanders is similarly ripped. As well, yeah. which is yeah. out of the ordinary. Someone loves a mo in that uh, art department. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind either of them being ripped. I quite like no, it. Not against it. Uh, as <laughs> I said earlier, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't like it as much as I thought I was. Getting, you know, like from what I remember from the episode. But I also thought that Willie was gonna get greased up and go down the uh that was when he was going to get greased up so i was getting a couple of episodes mixed up i think yeah so interesting tidbits uh pat alluded to it earlier but obviously it has a bit of a mashup with uh lisa kudrow could kudrow who just sounds like an adult uh speaking as an eight-year-old when when did friends begin uh I want to say mid to late nineties. She definitely friends definitely have started by ninety eight, maybe even earlier. I don't know exactly, but yeah, definitely been going a while. That. Definitely yeah, been, been going a while. She would have been, she would have been a, a, you know, a big, uh, a big get for as a voice actor at the time. Um, she made an immediate reference to her other character Phoebe as well. Don't be such a Phoebe. I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was good. I wonder if you I also, thought that was funny when I was young. She also commented on Lisa's name being great. Yes. Uh, I would have said it. Uh, friends would have been peak at the time that she was on this. Yeah. When yeah. it came up while we were watching, Shah said, are you going to do any Friends episodes? <laughs> I'm pretty, I'd be keen. Early seasons I like, only. I like Friends. Anything where Ross has been ridiculous, I'm in for. <laughs> yeah, the Rossosaurus um, Rex. I'm pretty. I'm not sure about this. I haven't researched it at all, so I probably shouldn't mention it. But I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but uh, Lisa Kudrow could be the only Friends character who's done a voice on The Simpsons. That's a big call. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Really? Maybe Schwimmer. But has. I feel like I've, I've, I, was, I was thinking Matt LeBlanc might have been in some. Or it was like he maybe he didn't even voice himself, but he was like referencing that dream as well. Well, that would be an interesting oh, tip if I did right. research it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the I thought it was interesting that Sherry and Terry were hanging out with Lisa, and they are in Bart's year. Um, Matthew Perry is in a Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah, I didn't think about uh, Chandler. Then also you've got, um, like, not main Friends characters, but um, Hank Azaria, um, Dan Castellanetti or whatever his name is, and Harry Shearer are all um, 
on or part of Friends in some way. Yeah, he's the guy. Um, Zarya is the guy who goes to Minsk. Phoebe's <laughs> squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so um, I believe that. So Sherry and Terry are in Bart's year, fourth grade, and they're hanging out with second graders. Thought that was quite interesting. Mm. Um, Good knowledge. When you are, so they're obviously going back to school. There are a few hints in the episode that aren't, don't really lead to that. So um, in the classroom, in Mrs. Hoover's classroom, or Miss Hoover, definitely Miss Hoover, um, her classroom, the calendar says March. Um, and then I thought, well, maybe she's just uh, very, that she has the same displays up. She's one of those teachers. Um, but then also when Homer and Bart give the grease to that guy who's uh, giving them 63 cents on the wall, there's a a grease play dude uh, calendar and there's a uh, female leaning over a barrel of grease and it also <laughs> says March. That's incredible observations from you. I definitely missed yeah. both of those. Uh, I only saw I saw the um, play dude one, and then I looked up this, the looked it up, and then the Hoover part came up, which leads me to who do you think is a worse teacher, Krabappel or Hoover? Mm, probably Krabappel. <laughs> See, I think I, I think I like Krabappel better just because I, she's more real. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, oh, you yeah, didn't ask who my life. favorite was. <laughs> yeah, sorry, who's a, who do you? What do you reckon, Pat? Um, oh, that's a tough one. I like Krabappel more, so I think it's making me biased. So maybe she is the worst teacher, but I definitely like her more. She's pretty. Uh, the other thing that I had, which was quite interesting, was when Lisa's <laughs> Lisa was talking to Alex about what what the what's hip. And she said, the new Malibu, Malibu Stacy doll now has an achievable chest. <laughs> um, but other than that, I didn't really have any uh, pop culture references of note. When you brought um, up the teachers, you made me think of, is it Mr. Bergstrom? Is he the reliever? Yeah, he's real good. Is, and is that Dustin Hoffman? Oh, I don't know. I think I hope it is because I was also thinking this evening that maybe we should do an episode on Hook, but that's a yarn for another day. Definitely, <laughs> Hook. yeah, that'd be good. Pat, I thought get a you bit, guys bit would have been. Uh, thought you guys would have been reveling in some of the um, teachers' stuff, like uh, oh, really made me think of school days when uh, Skinner comes over the uh, intercom early on. And, <laughs> Ask for a student to raise their hand for a thankless job <laughs> or a thankless chore, I think he calls it. <laughs> it's like, it is spot on for school days. Like, how often did you guys get kids to do just shit you didn't want to do? Hey, it's a um, who wants to help me at lunchtime? Yeah, yeah, I do. All right, what are we doing? Oh, we're unpacking boxes, <laughs> mate. At the moment, our school doesn't have a cleaner, so kids are vacuuming. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was good. That was spot on. Who wants who wants to spend this block in the gym? Oh, I do, I do, I do. All right, kids, we're going to clean up the storeroom. 
Next we'll go to who's gonna do who was gonna do the MVP? Was that you, Sean? Yeah, that's me. So who was your uh, MVP for the uh, episode, and who was your best supporting actor? My MVP for the episode is Skinner. <laughs> I think he's on an absolute roll in this episode, forgetting things, not making sense, just being pretty average all around, and he he, he doesn't have a lot to do, but every time he's in a scene, I'm having a great time. He certainly makes that part of the storyline a lot more enjoyable for me. Yeah. Um, and then my probably my best supporting actor is Homer because I really I really buy into his dream of um, getting involved in the grease racket. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Pat? Uh, I, I I had Skinner in second spot to uh, me old mate Millhouse, who originally <laughs> I had down as best supporting actor, but as the episode went on and said, "No, nah, he's just the MVP." He <laughs> He doesn't get as much screen time, but he was outstanding. Uh, I really did enjoyed himself early, uh, him early on, referring to himself as Millie as well. <laughs> He's trying to big himself up. <laughs> keep it cool, Millie. I was like, yeah, hey, I'm going to keep calling him Millie as well, especially because throughout these podcasts, I keep shortening people's name like Walton. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, Millhouse is going to be Millie now. Yeah. Oh, Sean, you weren't on for the Lebowski podcast. He kept calling uh, Walter Walt, even though no one refers to him as Walt the entire movie. Fair enough. I watched uh, it. My, a lot. my MVP. Ah, oh, it's a mashup between you guys. Um, my MVP was Skinner, and my best supporting actor was Millhouse. This is peak Millhouse for me. This is where they really know how to write Millhouse. I think yeah, early on well. they they really struggle. Um, but this is where he's just hitting his straps. And Skinner is a top, maybe top three. I was going to probably a top five character for me. Um, we had Burns as our MVP last time. Burns is probably my favorite character. Um, but Skinner is definitely top five. I give an honorable mention to Nelson for his lunchtime chat with the boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. That's one of my best <laughs> favorite bits. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, leads us into uh, best quotes. So Pat, from three, just to build a bit of suspense, can you start with your third favourite quote towards your favourite quote? What are them? So my three. You don't. Look, you don't have to. No. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, not just quotes, but sort of bits. I'd say. I'll go for in third position um, when Millhouse arrives at the dance and Lisa's um, Lisa's out there collecting the entry stamps and stuff like that, and uh, he uh, he refers to <laughs> he says she she might get branded as a dateless wonder. I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> um, and earlier on, when he's also um, trying to have a crack at Lisa in the lunchroom, um, he, he gives her the eyebrows, and Skinner comes across with Millhouse, lower those eyebrows, and the other one. <laughs> that was borderline my favourite. That was that's definitely yeah, on my list. Uh, my favourite bit of the thing was, I mean, especially throughout these things, we're just harking back to the nineties and childhood. I thought they. They nailed a real good ceiling dynamic. Um, after Lisa comes home, she's real upset that her friends have mugged her off and gone off with the new girl. And 
Marge suggests that maybe they had gone off to plan a party for her and Bart pisses himself <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I was like, that is spot on. I was like, I can I feel like that might have happened at home. I feel like that was my brother pissing himself at something that did about his sister. It seemed like his sort of attitude. I was like, that is spot on. Did your mum say to you, maybe they're planning a Lomu's tournament for you to play in, Pat? <laughs> Yeah, I just wrote uproarious laughter. No chance of that. <laughs> that was so exclusive, those Jonah's buddies. Any bits or quotes that stuck out to you, Bob? Oh, I love it early on when Marge says something to Homer about making his fortune through Greece. <laughs> and he says, no, through savings and wise investments. Yes, through Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and I do love great. it, and I love it when groundskeeper Willie's beating the crap out of Homer. He says, "Stop pummeling me! It really hurts." <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, my God, you're greasy! Oh, that oh was yeah, that was kind of that was kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Couple of bits slash quotes that I really liked. Obviously, I've got to hark back to the MVP Skinner. Uh, when Lisa is going around showing Alex around, he's like, oh, they were wiped out in that big trophy fire. And then Skinner walks past. Ah, I see the trophies are still out for cleaning, eh, Lisa? Yeah, he has a chuckle to himself like he's nailed it as well as he walks off. <laughs> uh, and... School dance. I didn't approve of any school dance. <laughs> uh, and I, oh, he's he's fantastic. But that bit harking back to Nelson telling the nerds about huckleberries. And then oh, Skin- Skinner comes yeah. over. He's like, so I kicked his ass. And Skinner just like nods and walks on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real good scene. I could have I, uh, I could have had more time at that. Uh, yeah, that lunch table with Nelson. I like when he's saying, and if the berries are a little bit tart. <laughs> Just dust them with a bit of confectioner's sugar. <laughs> this, uh, Homer, this better work, boy. I don't want, want to end up working on your mother's emu farm. It was a good I, running gag, I thought, the emu farm. Yeah. I also, um, I really enjoyed um, when Homer and Bart are at the gr- place where you get money for Greece. And... Um, he thinks he's rich and Bart says something about the bacon cost $27 or something. And he goes, yeah, but that was Marge's money. And he's like, and he's like, doesn't mum get her money from you? And he's like, yeah. And I get, and I get money from the grease. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some good stuff. Um, I also like, I like the, the two guys that steal the grease from them. <laughs> we run the grease racket around here. We make my shovel. We run the shovel racket as well. <laughs> that actually <laughs> reminds me of an interesting tidbit. So the the they're called the acne grease and shovel. I was about to bring that up. What were you going to say about it? Oh, just how most random organisations and cartoons are called acme. Mm, that's from but they've, obvi- Tunes, but right? they've obviously called it. Yeah, which is, yeah, I guess that's Warner Brothers' own. I just assumed it was a gag called acne because of grease and acne and yeah, pimples. And 
Yeah. Knowing the, right, knowing the writers mm. of The Simpsons, it was definitely both. Um, only other thing I had was a quite interesting that the principal of a school left an eight-year-old in charge of a dance, of an after-hours dance at school. Yeah, it's Lisa. But, it, but it's Skinner. She had to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. Skinner, and it's Lisa. Lisa, probably the most responsible person there. I had one more as well. Um, I just really enjoyed when Homer got his face sucked into the hose. <laughs> oh, what about when he crawls through and he's got the vacuum stuck on his ass and he gets excited and wags it like a tail? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, that was clever. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else? Not oh, me. I thought we'd actually just go back to what you mentioned at the start. So... What was your, I'll go to Pat first, which was your favourite story? And it'd be interesting to know which you think is the sub story and which is the main story, because they're both mentioned in the title. Right, I'd say the main story is uh, the new student, uh, Alex Whitney. Uh, I'd say also because they've got a, guest voice actor mm, uh, true. and a and a and a big sensation um in lisa kudrow um and the grace was the better story think, uh... yeah i think that's uh that's the right answer not often they have the the stories in the both in the title i'm pretty sure a rather clever play on words too clever for me and Pat, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was referring to the title of this podcast, is and it was this week on, and I was like, "Oh, that's why we chose this episode." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually worse. I should have gone with what you assumed I was talking about. Yeah, so, so, so anyway, we'll cut this out. Uh, so, Pat, what, what do you think the premise of this podcast is then? <laughs> Something about the nineties. No, um. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't know. I I just thought we were we were doing a uh, a um, weekday series from the nineties. Just pick out an issue, but um, yeah, no, it's it's very clever what you've done there. No, this is clearly oh, yeah. August. We're going to be uh, releasing this near the twenty third of August. Yep, no, it's August. Um, <laughs> definitely not going to debate uh, date a podcast again since I logged for it last time. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, right. Anything else? Yeah. Shall I do a plug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. do a plug. Yeah, it's good. All right, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter at W-I-W-T-S. No, that's not it. W-I-W-T-9-0-S. Wish it was the 90s. Twitter, Instagram. We've got a Facebook group with about 20 members. We also also release this podcast on YouTube. Um Obviously, you're already listening to it, so it probably doesn't matter. But if you want to go to YouTube and leave a comment so Ruben doesn't feel lonely, it's our only commentator, <laughs> commentator, we'd really appreciate it. Most recently, he actually just cut and paste our description of the episode, which I thought was very um, brave of him. <laughs> I love you, Ruben. You're, you're a great man. Love what you're doing. doing. great work, yeah. And maybe just a reminder, if anyone is listening and is still interested in our Lomu's tournament, it will happen. Um, 
we don't have a date yet. May have happened by the time this is released. Wait, no, it's August. It's August. We're in August now, right? Yeah, August. And any bots out there, if you want to spark up a yarn on there, get involved. Yeah. We'll, we'll respond. Yeah, stop smashing us on Instagram and Twitter and get on our YouTube feed. <laughs> we're, up for an, we're up for an iTunes voucher scam. <laughs> All right. Um, show them the works, the lunchroom, the tree. Um, but thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs>